0: Hey guys, Natalia Schneimler here. I help boy moms have a better relationship with their sons and themselves by teaching them the tools how to manage their mind so that when anything comes up in life, they know exactly how to take care of themselves and their kids. Hey guys, how's it going? I have been wanting to record this one for you for a long time and here we go. All the things I learned from Caesar Milan. If you've never heard of him, oh my gosh, I'm excited for you. If you have heard of him, I'm hoping you love him as much as I do. And I think you, you for sure will appreciate, um, all the things he has to offer because I, I found him maybe last winter and he is a dog trainer, dog psychologist, and he has his own dog psychology center in California. Uh, and he helps people. Uh, what he says? I don't train dogs. I rehabilitate dogs, and I train people. So it, there's nothing wrong with dogs that he's helping. It's more that he's helping the humans. Uh, and then once he helps the humans, then the humans know what to do with the dog. So that uh, his whole his whole approach helped me so much with myself and my own kids and it has to do with energy has to do with being the leader has to do with leading the pack so he is a big believer that dogs are part of a pack and if they're your dog you are the leader and they're your pack and they have to follow you right so he has his own bunch of dogs and they all follow him and they go on these daily walks and um, he he has two sons. And so what he lives and believes and what he says, I highly align with. I think it's extremely helpful and you should totally go YouTube him. And especially if you have a dog, if you haven't yet discovered him, I'm excited for you. So number one thing I learned from him was that my energy matters with the boys, with my boys. And it sounds kind of obvious now as I say it, but... For me, because I believe that our thoughts create our feelings, I did not think that my energy, which is my feeling, is affecting my boys. But having been exposed to his teachings, I do believe that it's not that my feeling is creating their feeling. I think it is influencing their energy. So if I think of instead of thinking of feelings and thinking of energy, then I do believe that energy can influence energy, right? So sometimes when you walk into a room and you sense tense energy, even without anyone saying anything, you sense the energy, right? Same thing with calm energy, kind energy, any kind of energy. So listening to him kind of brought me to the the realization that, My I have energy, it's not just my thoughts and feelings, but I have kind of physical, electrical, chemical energy around me, and that will affect my pack, my four boys. And having that understanding, I could understand that, okay, I am their leader, and what my energy is will affect their energy. So if I am indecisive, then that will create some anxiety amongst them because their leader hasn't made a decision and there's no clear path to follow. And so if I've you know if I'm tired and irritable, right? It's et cetera, right? Um, so this kind of brings me to the pack. So I've learned, I didn't know this, maybe you already know this, that the, there's front of the pack, middle of the pack, and back of the pack dogs. And the front of the pack is the alpha males. They're more aggressive and they will fight for the leader position and they will challenge the leader. And the strongest energy in the pack will be the leader. Okay. So it it is the strongest energy is the leader and they will have the other ones uh, follow. The middle of the pack is known to be more as happy-go-lucky, they're happy to follow, happy to help, happy to do any jobs, and so on. The the back-of-the-pack dogs are usually more sensitive than the other dogs. They're kind of like the alarm, emergency alarm system of the pack. They will scan the area for danger, and they're a little bit more anxious than the other dogs, so they're not as happy-go-lucky, but they're happy to follow, and they are more comfortable following and being in the back of the pack. So keeping that in mind instantly I thought of okay which which part of the pack am I and I also thought about all of my boys and for me I def- I definitely think I naturally fall more to the back of the pack because I am super sensitive to s- noise and and smells and sounds and I'm naturally more afraid of things um, and just more fearful. And so I and I'm not comfortable leading at all. Um, and so and this is what knowing knowing this order, what he says is that dogs that at the back of the pack dogs, if they don't have a clear leader, and they feel then they have to take on the, and if they have to take on the leadership position, they become more anxious and they just don't thrive in that position they still will take it but they'll be super fearful and extra anxious and always scanning for danger and finding it so that doesn't create for a good leader but knowing this for me helped me a lot because i'm human and i can over i can learn how to deal with that oh so now that i can i can tell you so because I, we have three different brains. We have the primitive brain, which is exactly the same brain that the dogs have. And that's why we have the same reactions as the dogs, uh, fight or flight, uh, following or leading, etc. cetera, right? Pack mentality. And so knowing this, as a human, I have a human brain. The dog doesn't have the human brain. So with the human brain, then I can make decisions to take care of the primitive brain. I can comfort it right when i'm scared i can uh plan for it take care of it and um give a direction i can my frontal prefrontal cortex my human brain can become the leader and be you know have lead my primitive brain and all the other animals <laughs> in the pack so that's how like listening to caesar milan has helped me educate me and understand my own natural default reactions, and that they're totally normal. And because I am a mom of four, I surrender that yes, I I am the leader. And also because I am, when my husband's not there, I am their leader. I real I kind of gave myself, like, I kind of allowed myself to not be the perfect leader. I just realized, okay, I have to lead them. And it doesn't even matter at this point, if I'm a great leader, I just, I'm going to lead them. So I am realizing that I'm a kind of back of the pack, but I will lead them so fine. So it's not going to be perfect, but any decision is better than no decision. So it helped me step up to the job and realize, okay, if the puppies, if the kids are anxious and chaotic and out of control, yeah, maybe it's because I, you know, I haven't given them direction, expectations, and leadership, and that's totally fine. It makes sense. It's explainable. And I don't have to blame anyone. And, but I also know how to fix it. And so sometimes just making any decision is better than no decision about what the pack is doing, right? If we are all home for the whole day, and there is no direction, the puppies will get anxious and will want some sort of direction. So, that's how it helped me take care of myself. So the best things that came out of me learning from Caesar Milan is I can take better of better care of myself now because I know two things. I know that I'm more back-of-the-pack dog, and I know how to take care of myself, and I know that my job is to lead. So that's fine. I can lead. And so the other thing is how I take better care of myself is I scan for my own energy, energy. Sometimes, if I have to do the job of leading all four of them, if they're all there, then I scan, okay, how am I doing? You know what what is my limitations? What do i can can I handle today? And sometimes, if I cannot handle something, I, I have to make it a practice of checking with myself, what can I handle? And then I determine, okay, I can handle taking them there. And we go, I take them out for the day. But if I scan in the morning and I am already wound up and I'm already not at my best and I'm anxious and kind of already very tightly wound, then I have to make a decision what kind of day we're going to have. Maybe this is it. We're staying home. You guys go find something for yourself to do. I have to go take care of myself. Or if I'm doing, if I scan my energy and my energy is more confident and I have capacity, then I take them out. We do the fun stuff, and we come home. Scanning my energy also middle of the day, for example, if we are out and I had a great morning, but then I scan my energy and the, the kids want to do more stuff and I, and I sense I I had to make it a priority to check. Okay, do I have it in me? And then if I don't, I I kind of gotten better at saying, you know, we're cutting it. That's it. I don't, I don't cannot do it. And just admitting to the, my own inability to handle it makes it super easy. Like, mama can't do it. No, mama needs a break. That's it. We're going home. So, um, listening to Caesar Milan, um, help his clients and just learning from him helped me appreciate being aware of the energy of my energy taking care of my energy. And also sometimes, um, if I scan my energy and I, I sometimes I know what to do, how to bring my energy up. So if I'm not fully there because some, I'm back of the pack dog, I I don't want to be leading. (laughs) I was, you know, I obviously was given this challenge for a reason, but I'm like, ah, crap. I have to, you know, lead the boys. So, if I don't feel up to the challenge, then I, I tell myself, okay, well, you know, we still have to lead them today. So what are we going to do? And so then I intentionally decide. And I decide what we're going to do and I still lead. So that Cesar Milan helped me a lot to think of us as a pack, how to lead the pack. And the I know the conclusion that I made is, Bad leadership is better than no leadership for me anyway, uh, because when I failed to lead completely, failed to make any decisions for the for them, what would happen is uh, one of the boys would step up and lead. And sometimes it would work out amazingly. For example, my middle son is just a natural leader he's so kind so calm and there are days where he can lead the twins and play with them a half a day or a whole day and entertain them and they would make movies and build forts and he's just like a camp leader he's like a godsend to my husband and I sometimes we are so thankful that he he's just a an amazing little organizer for the little twinsies now But then you throw other kids to the mix and there could be challenges because someone else could come. Another boy comes and they start fighting for the leadership position. And sometimes there's fights, right? Not on the good days. Sometimes fights and sometimes it's not fair, right? So, And other times when that boy is not in a great leadership situation, he doesn't feel good, then it's total chaos because everyone is trying to get their agenda. Everyone's trying to get what they want. And they keep asking me what mama, 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 this is like, they have all these requests, these questions. And if I, like before I was aware of this, I would get overwhelmed by the questions and requests. And I would either not give them good responses or like eventually run away and just kind of, give myself a moment. But if I was not making decisions, I was overwhelmed. I, it was a great opportunity for fights, right? And I would lash out at them because I felt threatened. I already was not like the new leadership like, energy, but them kind of asking me and needing stuff from me made me feel attacked, made me feel threatened. And made me feel like there's something that they're wanting from me that I don't have to give. So it felt like a ticking time bomb that would explode. And it did explode. So Cesar Milan's whole philosophy has really helped me uh, understand what's going on for me. Understand that, and be honest with myself, that this is what's going on. And this is what I got. I don't have to be the superwoman. And then deal with it better because I know what's going on. So that's what can happen when the the person who's supposed to lead is not leading. But like I said, my middle boy sometimes leads so beautifully. And every teacher he has, um, I should not be pointing out middle boy, one of my boys. um, Because what if they listen one day? And anyway, so every year his teacher, different teachers... Say the same thing about him that he's a great leader for his friends, very respectful, very uh, kids listen to him and they uh, they follow him. So, the other great leader example in my life is my husband. He is incredibly calm and kind, and he's naturally a leader, so he's decisive, and that calmness and kindness makes all five of us calm and happy. We know there's someone taking care of us. And he always keeps everyone in mind. You know, when he were making plans for the day, he kind of does a survey, what people want to do. And then he makes a decision and he explains it and everyone's happy. It's really amazing. I I mean, of course, not every time, but naturally that's what happens. And I've noticed ever since I did this work that I love it when he's home because of that reason. I feel like I have my leader back, you know, and I don't have to make any decisions and I'm taken care of, I'm safe and the kids listen well to him. So it really is a wonderful leader vacation for me. But on the other hand, I also learned to appreciate that it is still a job for him being the leader because he does have to put up with everyone's feedback, right? Sometimes someone's not happy, but he handles it well. And it is a job making decisions, right? Sometimes also he doesn't want to make them. So, thinking of the leadership job made me appreciate all the other leaders I have in my life that I uh, that I witness. And and also by Seeing how they do it, like my son or my husband, and sensing their energy and seeing how they're doing it, help me learn and imitate them. I sometimes, when I'm struggling, I would say to ask myself, you know, what would Doug do here? What would um, what would how would he decide this? And sometimes it helps, right? Because I'm just I'm doing a job. I'm not trying to change myself. I'm just trying to get the job done, taking care of those boys, right? Let's see what's next um, from Season Merlin. I also learned or more confirmed that walking is more than just walking. Walking is an exercise and it is like a meditation. And for him and his dogs, it is a bonding experience. And it is a a way to establish your leadership. So that's what he does with the dogs. When they walk, the dog's, have to stay behind him because he's the leader. If one of them tries to challenge and go ahead, he puts them right back in their place. Um, I love, I love walking and um kind of having, seeing them walk, I have appreciated that, you know, it is part of the exercise and I will count it as exercise instead of dismissing it as not str- like strong enough of exercise. Um, so, this brings me to my next point. He uh, Caesar Milan teaches three um three things exercise, discipline, and affection. And so he says the dog has three needs, But the first need they have is discipline. Ah uh, no, sorry, not discipline, exercise. That's the first need they have that if it is not met, it's not going to it's going to be very hard to discipline it and and give it affection you're not going to have great results with so a lot of his clients that come for his help all they do with their dogs they don't give them exercise and they don't give them discipline all they give them is affection because the dog owners love their dogs and they want to spoil them and love them and so what they do is they just give them affection affection, affection. And that's what he says. He says, that's the problem. The dog is an animal. It needs exercise first. And if you don't give it to it, it's going to be pent up energy. It's going to be bored and it's in the house. And if you don't give it discipline, for example, if it's not, if it's pulling you when you're walking or if it's jumping on the couch or if it's like jumping on strangers, if you don't give it any discipline and you only give it affection, then what you're doing is you're rewarding all of this terrible behavior and the owners are human beings and they, the women love their dogs and they want to have a good relationship with the dog. So they think loving the dog is going to solve the problem, which it doesn't. It just makes things worse because you're rewarding terrible behavior. And so he steps in and he's, he kind of reminds people that the dog has needs. You have to meet the dog's needs first to give it affection last. So you have to walk it every day or give it any sort of exercise. Discipline. So set the boundaries, tell them what is okay, what's not okay. Not reward terrible behavior or behavior you don't want. And then last, give them affection. So for me, again, it was super helpful to, we're animals as well. We need these things as well. And so it helped, helps me, um, um, Take care of myself better. Did I get exercise first? No. Well, then maybe working on my mind is not the first thing I do. Maybe I just need to run out my energy, get my heart rate up, take care of my body first. And then we'll see if I'll still feel blah, blah in my head, right? And so it helped me prioritize my own needs and my kids' needs, right? Right? having four growing boys in the house without any exercise is, you know, what's going to happen. It's going to be crazy. They need to have exercise just like all of us. So I I knew this, but I never had it um, prioritized in that order, which is one, two, three. And so discipline, so first exercise for me and for my boys, right? Then discipline would be, you know, be, not having junk or desserts during the week, right? Just kind of limiting, putting boundaries, healthy food, uh, et cetera, right? Or not eating after dinner, whatever the discipline that you need, that would be that discipline. And then affection is comforting yourself, doing some self-coaching, doing, you know, talking to a friend, um, asking for help, whatever affection you need, you you just feel like that's what you give yourself. But if you give yourself that affection without the exercise or the discipline, then you're not meeting your own needs. You're you're not gonna feel better, right? That's that's kind of what the truth is. So that's I love, love, love that trifecta. First exercise, then discipline, and only after that affection. And that's what he usually does. He takes all these dogs, the whole pack for a walk first and then he feeds them, and then after that he gives them. He like loves them. He pets them, and um, that's what happens. So I talked about the front of the pack, knowing, and then knowing uh, once you know what dog you are front of the pack, middle, or back. I also did it for my own kids. I kind of try started guessing. Okay, this one maybe the front of the pack, and if I let him because I'm the grown up then he will be the front of the pack. But I also have to remind him that I'm actually the front of the pack because I'm the grown up, I'm the mama, and he he respects that. But he's very easily very easily takes over the lead if he senses my indecisiveness or if he senses that I need it or if he senses that I am tired, right? And sometimes I, I'm so thankful. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And he totally takes the lead. Um, and so appreciating that. The other kids I would classify, and there's, there's a couple that could be the leaders, and they do have fights where they challenge each other. And just appreciating where they're coming from and what their tendencies are and seeing who who's better to follow. There's one for sure who's more like me, who's more sensitive and afraid and anxious. And that helps me take care of him better, right? And helps me step up and be more of a leader, making safe space for him. And also when he sees that I'm leading the other three, it makes him feel safe, right? There's a leader who's taking care of the pack. And if I'm not doing that, It makes him more anxious, makes him more fearful. It stirs up chaos. So all of that great awareness is so powerful because I can troubleshoot. I can um, take care of myself, take care of all of them. And as I fail and as I have bad days, good days, I get really a lot better at making decisions based on our energy, based on my capacity, based on what they need, etc., I love that. Cesar Milan, I love, I watched all of his shows on Disney. They were all about dogs and how to help people with the dogs. And how I love watching how it is so transformative. As soon as the person changes their energy, the dog responds immediately. And if the person is fearful and anxious, the dog senses that and they feel the need to protect the person. So they will. Be try to be the leader. They will try to protect the owner, which creates for a, for a crazy situation where the dog is leading the person and the person's pulling them back and then the do- person cannot control the dog. But as soon as the person feels confident, feels uh, trusting, feels doesn't feel any fear or anxiety and feels like I got this no matter what, the dog calms down, does not even... Uh, look on the side. It, it just kind of follows the person. It's really, really incredible. I've watched a lot of his videos on YouTube. I was just really so inspired by what he's teaching and how it's so helpful. Okay. So I talked about uh, learning from my husband and my one of my kids. Um, so, um, yeah, if I have a whole day with the kids. So I think I've talked about all the things. Go check them out. This will for sure help you take better care of yourself, take better care of your kids, better care, and be a better leader with them, and then have a better relationship with them for sure. So, if you need still need any help, this is what I'm here for. Um, working with me, I can create help you create. I'm not going to do it for you; you're going to have to do it yourself. But sometimes when we um, listen to all of these things, and they're super helpful. And we still can't get exactly the relationship that we want. This is when it's super helpful to talk to a coach, to someone, talk to me, to find the roadblocks, the obstacles in your head that only you have that we can't find on a podcast. And then once we find them, then it's easy for you to proceed and have that amazing relationship because you've already identified the roadblocks in your head. So that's why it's... that is um beneficial to have the one-on-one conversation coaching to find them. Otherwise, if you have a breakthrough, you have a re- great relationship with your kids, with yourself through this, I'm thrilled. I think it is amazing and I couldn't wish any more for you. Okay, guys? So go to www.coachingitalia.com. Go to sign up for a free mini session. First session is completely free and you can tell me all the things that you're struggling with. Okay. Have a great week. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.